Beard Monkey here from the Racer's Edge, and I am here with Dave and Sam from Ascaris. Hello. Hello, guys. How are you? Good, yeah. Uh, so you guys uh, played the New Blood stage earlier today. Yep. How was it? It was great. Really, really good. Great crowds, great turnout. Yeah. Great team there. Makes you feel very welcome. We had a good time. Awesome. Yeah, just, just surreal, really. It was quite magical. Wicked, man. So, so sort of, to, for those that don't know who you are, um, sort of give us a little bit of a history of, kind of who you are. Let's open the history books, see what's there. Well, I mean, to start at the very beginning, we, we Ascaris became a band kind of around 2012. Um, Dave and Chris, who plays drums for us, and I had all kind of known each other through the scene for a long time. We knew each other, we played a bunch of different bands. And yeah, we, we reached a point where none of us could do anything else. We got together and we just kind of hit it off. Yeah. And from there, we thought, okay, let's let's make the most extreme shit we possibly can. We played around in kind of proggier bands. We played around in more death metal bands. We thought, let's really go for it. Let's yeah. blend all of our kind of shared influences and really make something special. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, obviously, starting in 2012, we're now in 2020. What year are we in? 2021. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, you guys have been going a long time. Um, kind of. What's kind of been your biggest highlights and that sort of thing as uh, as you've gone through? Oh, there's been a few. I mean, we did we toured with Spark Crown in I want to say 2014, 2016, early 2014, early 2014. Yeah, yeah. we did. That was our first kind of UK tour. The Spark Crown guys were lovely. We also met a Diabolical from Sweden, who were again just great guys. Yeah, and it was a really good week. It was a real eye opener. You know, you we when you're in, a lot. yeah. When you're a younger band, you kind of have an idea of how touring is, and then you actually go out on the road, and you go, oh, okay, fair enough. Oh, is that what it's it's a lot more sleeping in vans than I thought it was, like makes sense. Yeah, yeah, But no, it's, that was a real highlight. We played a few, uh, we did a few good runs at Mammoth Fest back when that was still an active festival. We had a main stage slot there in, I want to say, 2018. It was yeah. 2018. Yeah. And, uh, and that was a great show. I think also in 2018, getting the first album out, the Raised Hands, like that yeah, felt like a... That was a real that felt like a milestone. Like I mean, we'd all been in bands previous, but had never put out like a full length. So yeah. that was a real kind of like bucket list tick off. And really, we spent most of 2019 just kind of playing shows in support of the raised hand. And then, of course, 2020 was a little bit of a write off. It know. didn't happen. No, this so. is 2020 now. <laughs> this is 2020 part two. The revenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can still dream. <laughs> um, so I mean, like obviously, let's, let's talk about your your journey to to Bloodstock. Yep. So obviously, you took part in the Metals of the Masses yes. uh, in Bristol. Yep. Um, kind of talk to us about the Metals of the Masses. Why, why did you get involved to start off with? I mean, we've always kind of, we've been playing the Metals of the Masses for years and years and years because it's it's just nice to be part of the community of Bloodstock and be part of that. You meet some great new bands coming up. You get a good range of Metals of the Masses of kind of older hands like us and like yeah. the new kids that are just coming up. Yeah, you know, got their first thrash band together and their first couple of Jacksons. Yeah. So you got that young energy and you just we've met some great friends in the Metals of the Masses we've made some great friends um, and it's just always a nice show if nothing else we've obviously the dream is always to get to Bloodstock but we've always chiefly played Metals of the Masses because it's a show that we want to be on yeah. in and of itself and yeah. then we get the next step that's great and now we're here so now we set our sights on the next step yeah and what, what, what is the next step well Sophie stage obviously Sophie stage obviously Sophie <laughs> stage 2022 2023 probably <laughs> I mean I, I think it speaks to the calibre of the seen in Bristol that bands that have taken the crown in years past when we perhaps didn't quite get to the very end but yeah. you know talking bands like Embodiment like Body Harvest like Grief Ritual yeah. like you know some real bands who are doing really well for themselves now so the Bristol scene is just staunchly competitive I suppose it is, it is. It's, 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 
it, it is hard to sort of wait, you know, you feel like you have to jump up in the air. Yeah. Going, Hello, we're here, we're here. But we're, but we're very grateful that we've been given the chance to, you know, show off what we can do. And to be the judges' pick as well, that was just like yeah. an extra... That was a real lot of... Extra like, icing on the cake, just... Yeah, to have like a group of our kind of peers and friends, like the people that we really respect, yeah. come around and say, you know what, you guys will do, you'll do the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. It's a great feeling. But talk to me about the the aesthetic of mascara. Is kind of what's the sort of meaning behind? What well, you know? I mean, it started out when we first started out. We just didn't want to be another band playing blast beat death metal in cargo shorts and yeah. t-shirts. We wanted to do something different. We knew we had a taste for something aesthetic, a taste for something different. We weren't quite sure what. So as we kind of talked through, we had these ideas about kind of secret society and Illuminati aesthetics and kind of building a vibe and thing like that. And it, it started out, you know, we started out just playing shirts and actually the thing evolved from where we started with it. It initially was just an aesthetic choice, but now with the stuff on the race hand and with what we're doing moving past the race hand, it's really something we're incorporating into the musical idea and the ideology. Of the yeah. You know, kind of examining power dynamics and looking at the way these things work and like you know you can really take some interesting edges yeah, yeah. so it's nice to have the aesthetic and have that kind of pop when people see you but it's also nice to be able to go deeper than that yeah. than just the kind of surface of it. So. awesome man so I mean obviously the, the race hands out uh, it is out now yeah. Yeah. out now yeah, October twentieth, two thousand eighteen. So, awesome. Should what be able to get it. <laughs> uh, well, got kind of what, what's coming after after the race, huh? Well, we're yeah. I'd say I think we're going to focus more on. Obviously, we've had some new material in the pipeline. Yeah, it's we're not sure if we're going to kind of like acquiesce it all into an album or go perhaps the route where we're just putting out singles regularly because it's it is nicer to just put things out more regularly and kind yeah. of stay stay current stay active yeah. so I think that's something we've discussed and are thinking about perhaps another evening something like that but yeah. just I think the, the industry's changing like how releases are working and are changing and you know got to got to adapt with that yeah, yeah. well I, I think regular you know you, you, you want your fans to constantly buy in don't you absolutely it's, um, you know you want to keep the fans interested you want to make sure that they've got something new all the time and I, like as Dave was saying, it's it's very difficult as a younger band, as less of a big band, you know, the creator drop an album, creator drop an album, and everyone's going to pick up the creator album. But when you're less high up on the bill, you've really got to get into that social media content grind. So yeah, so yeah, we'll see what shape it takes. Awesome. Uh, who are you looking forward to watching this weekend? Are you sticking around today? Oh yeah, we're around for the weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, creators high up on the list. Creators high up on the list. Uh, co- contrary to what we play, but uh, Therapy are one of my favourite yeah. bands ever, so I'm, I'm very excited to watch them. Awesome, it is. Um, I'm hopefully going to be able to catch Abduction, so that would be very good. So, we seeing them. There's a bunch, it's a decent lineup. I'm going to have to check my class front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're missing Paradise Lost at the moment. We're missing just, Paradise Lost. Yeah, yeah, that's Paradise. one of the ones we've missed. So, well, what we'll do, we'll, we'll go. Thank you very much for chatting to the Razor's Edge, and um, we'll see you soon. So make sure you get onto Spotify, social media, and that sort of thing, and check out Ascaris. Thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast, or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to our website www.theraisersedge.rocks